Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fixie Stevens. All right. I'm hurt. The world knows it. I don't have to hide it. But I'm not as a sore loser. It's not about how you win, it's how you lose. And I'm going to lose like a man. I'm going to stand on mine. Jason Tatum, I hate it, but I got to give you props, brother. I got to congratulate you. My friend, you are a true competitor you proved to be today. You showed up. You showed up. You put your foot in our ass. I'm hurt. My city's hurt. It's okay. We'll be fine. We'll figure it out. You know, when, I don't know, but we will. What I'm going to do is celebrate you, brother. You already know what I'm about. I'm about hard work. You proved to put in the work, which is why I paid off, brother. So this shot goes to you. You, Jalen Brown, and Boston Celtics, congrats. Congrats on your win. Hmm? Hard work tastes different. Uh, congrats. I hope you guys go get it done. Do <laughs> the most expensive shot of tequila drank yesterday, which probably tasted like sweet, delicious tears from, of all vessels, a red solo cup by the great Kevin Hart, noted Philadelphia super fan, who, like his team and all of their championship aspirations, or at least their dream of finally knocking off the Boston Celtics, came crashing down. Welcome to Monday morning, May 15th edition of Breaking Boston, or as I am titling it today, Jason Tatum Breaking Through. Yes, the man literally broke Boston Sunday and the internet, and the heart and the will of the Sixers and the garden roof with his star, as I would like to say, star certifying performance. The Sixers had every chance, Andy Hart, as Andy Hart and Fitzy bring you a hot cup of Boston sports each and every start of your day. And today we are paying respect to the Celtics. Oh, yes. Philadelphia could have been put away early on. Philadelphia could have put away the Celtics as well. And each team respectively blew it. But in the end, it was Philly who blew it worse. Boston advances. Philadelphia recedes. And Joel Embiid has to live with more failure at the hands of his postseason oppressor. I have a million thoughts, Andy Hart, most of which are certifiably and undeniably positive off the charts. However, somehow I always feel like there might be another shoe to drop with you. So I will give you the floor momentarily. How'd you feel after yesterday's big dub? 24 points, maybe one of the most dominant third periods in Celtics history. 
A uh, couple takeaways. Ask and ye shall receive. We asked for Jason Tatum to be him, and he could not have been more him. Jalen Brown asked for the home crowd to be them, and they were them. They brought the energy. I thought everybody responded. We had a caller to the Fitzy and Hart program that said it was going to take 70-plus from Tatum and Brown. Check. That would be 76-plus for that duo. And maybe my favorite part of this was that the Sixers had a chance. This was a game through halftime, right? This was The Sixers had a double-digit lead at one point there, I believe, and Got to nine, I believe, at one point in the first quarter. And then they nodded it up at 55 apiece as we got into the third quarter. And then and then the blowout. And then that's what I love it. Because it, a lot of times, you know, it's easy to just show up and you go on a 17-0 run to start the game or something silly. And it's like, wow, you just cruised. This there was still a game to be had at halftime and into the second half. And Jason Tatum pulled away. But if you want the the tinge of negativity from Hart. Not Kevin Hart, the better Hart. Yeah, we we, we started Hart. with Happy Hart. If you if you can find a way to continue the funny Happy Heart, that's cool. So no, the one thing I will say, and in all seriousness, this is awesome. But it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. Like it, it's part of a step, a journey, a process. It's awesome. It's awesome for this Monday morning. It was awesome for Sunday night, Mother's Day. If you were a Celtics fan as a mother, it was a great gift and a present oh, and all that. Oh. But now you need to, you know, check that in the back pocket and move forward to the Miami Heat. And this this can be forgotten or be one of those, you know, Steph Curry, right? He just set the record. Steph Curry just set the record for points in a game seven for his team. And now Steph Curry will be watching the Nuggets and the Lakers in the Western Conference. He'll be producing another season of Holy Moly that right? nobody will watch on ABC. Yeah. And so his record has already fallen by the wayside. His team has already fallen by the wayside. And he's in a different case, obviously, because he already has his rings and his titles, as we see in those CarMax commercials. Yeah. And he's order. He's like, I got my four rings. Yeah, that's great. Tatum needs his one ring. So his 51 point effort, fun, exciting, awesome. We called for it. We got it. You're the mm-hmm. best. Now go win. Uh, John Corrales from Boston Sports Journal joined us on the Fitzy and Hart radio program on Sunday. If you happen to have missed it, I highly recommend checking it out because Johnny called the shot. He absolutely predicted that Tatum pretty much found it at the end of game six. And that's what's just so like poetic and tragic about the whole thing. And we were more than party to all the encouragement that Corrales offered yesterday uh, on Sunday in the interview with us. Yes, Mother's Day was made by Tatum's performance, but I think the playoffs now potentially, if he can hold on to whatever it was he found halfway through the fourth quarter of game six, because he was great right from the jump, but he put them out. He knocked them out by himself. He took out the Sixers in the third quarter. He had 25 and a half, ends up finishing with 51. He had 51 early in the fourth quarter, and then they were up so much. Other, he gave Brogdon a kick at the can. Jalen Brown hit a couple shots. Uh, it didn't matter at that point. Like the game was over with about nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And yes, I understand these very same Celtics have blown larger leads previously, but they were not about to let that one go yesterday. All right, here comes the run, the litany of numbers that will just blow your mind in case you didn't get a chance to victory lap your way through them yesterday. <clears throat> um, Joel Embiid. Average 33.1 points per game in the regular season and only 23.7 points per game in the playoffs per ESPN stats and info. That drop off 9.4 points on the negative side, Andy. Largest by a MVP in the history of the NBA. Well, he can't so that do it shows himself. You, no, he, he, and, and he can't. And he's, and he's the one who said. 
come out want, post game and say I can't do it myself. What a dink! No wonder they're a bad team. Uh, no wonder they see, can't close. exactly. That, yeah. That's the the problem is that's the modern athlete. That's the modern basketball player. Um, him. My favorite part was I forgot the exact way he worded it, but he said James and I can't do it by ourselves or something. And I'm like, well, that that's you're not by yourself if james is with you that's two people so uh, yeah so as a matter of fact tobias I'm harris was the Hart. leading scorer yeah and tucker was the leading scorer through the first quarter and a half like you can't do it yourself how about go out there Try. and dominate a game just like right. jason tatum did so everything we could NBA. have said about tatum at various points in this series and who knows how game seven goes are now on on that foot. <laughs> we shifted back to Embiid. big old mvp foot because doc rivers and joel Embiid and james harden are who we thought they were and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are who we hoped they were, right? They became who we hoped they were. And now this is back-to-back years where they say, oh, we'll go down 3-2 against a good basketball team. Mm -hmm. We'll go on the road and do what we need to do to save the series, and we'll win the series because that's who we are. And I, you got to give them credit absolutely for that. There is nothing that can be taken away. And I have to give you a little bit of credit and John Corrales a little bit of credit because this was another – I'll give them credit for the defensive effort along with the 76ers offensive failings, 88 points instead of 86 in game. So back to back 80 point efforts that you held the opponent to and all the shooting numbers are very similar. 27% or whatever it was from three 30 something percent field goal percentage and that energy, that big D energy that Joe Missoula has been talking about (laughs) wanting to bring the energy from the defensive end of the court. It worked. I don't know if it'll continue to work, the challenges of Miami moving forward. I don't know if they've flipped a switch, even even Missoula saying, you know what, I know we just wanted to shoot the lights out and outshoot everybody all year long, but we probably should play a little defense with the season on the line here in the postseason. But give them, give you, give Corrales credit. Defense was a part of this. It wasn't just Tatum. It was holding the other team from being able to put this orange ball in that orange ring. Exactly. The defense was excellent two games in a row now whether or not they'll be able to keep up that defensive energy the big d energy if you will we will see i think they will however you do get a different kind of opponent in miami who inarguably is playing the best basketball of the four teams remaining in these two bubble title conference rematches as well and of course a rematch from last year's western conference eastern conference finals excuse me uh which went to a thrilling seven games with a missed three by Jimmy Buckets at the end, propelling the Celtics to the NBA Finals, uh, who won't be going to the NBA Finals, as we said earlier, Doc Rivers and the Sixers. Uh, Doc Rivers now, in case you're looking for another stat that'll just give you a little, huh, that's what you get for leaving us behind. Doc Rivers now leads NBA history in the most postseason blown series leads with five. And guess what? All Five have come since he decided to leave the Celtics at the altar and not have to oversee the rebuild 10 years ago. Uh, per Boston Sports Info, an excellent follow if you to get a chance at Boston Sports Inf. Yesterday, players to have, uh, it was noted, players to have 44 points or more, 11 rebounds or more, and five plus assists in a game seven in NBA history. One, Jason Tatum. That's oh. how singularly great that game was yesterday. Yeah, uh, he just Jason Tatum did things yesterday. No one has ever done in a game seven in a series. The Celtics now move to 27 and nine in game sevens in team history and six and two all time in game sevens against Philadelphia. And did you see Andy as was aggregated at WEI.com? If you would like to read 
bask in or retweet, maybe even just throw a like at all of these, the litany of stars, celebrities, basketball people, Trey Young, Draymond Green, Kendrick Perkins, Paul Pierce, Isaiah Thomas, Manu Ginobili, Kevin Connor, Shannon Sharp, Russell Wilson, Barstool, Barstool Greeny, on and on and on. Wait, People Barstool Greeny was positive, was happy about that? Believe this? it or yeah, not. I never can saw you that believe- coming. Never saw that coming for a minute. And more. I was just reading the damn list. It was a waterfall of positivity uh, for Jason Tatum yesterday. And people were impressed. But like you said, it does, you know, maybe today is not the day to, you know, try to get under the surface of that and start nope. previewing Tatum and analyzing. Day. Give Tatum his day. This Monday is Tatum's yes. day. But it is his day. When he wraps up this day, it's time to go back to work because this will all just fall by the wayside of stats and history. It'll become meaningless if he doesn't live up to what his shirt says. I don't know if he actually wears the shirt, but it says unfinished business. He has unfinished business. Like business is booming. Business, as Antonio Brown would say, business is booming. 51 points. In Foxesboro. Easy, easy. Uh, That's how he he misspelled it the first time he wrote it on Twitter. (laughs) Uh, Business is booming, and he carried his team to the next round, but it's unfinished business now. Once he, you know, sleep on it. Bill always says it. Bill Belichick. Remember, he's like, you know, sleep on this, enjoy this one tonight, but then tomorrow it's back to work, and we we got business to do. Like, that's where Tatum is. That's the reality of his greatness right now. Right. Like he is. That's the reality. Now people expect no more. Oh, for sixes, oh, for eights in the first quarter and the, the heat are beating. Nope. People expect you to be great. And your matchup with Jimmy Butler. We've talked a lot about it, like the dog and Jimmy Butler, the junkyard dog, postseason dog. That's what that's the challenge Tatum has to meet. Yeah, I you just you you, ha, you can't help but wonder, did something turn on? In games, obviously something turned on, at least temporarily, because he was lights out. He scored 16 points in game four in the fourth quarter, basically the second half of uh, the fourth quarter (laughs) to propel them to a win and then carried them yesterday with 51 of their 112 total points. Can he maintain that? Like that's now this is to me. That's why I said like this episode of Breaking Boston on Monday, May 15th, 2023 is breaking through. Now he's broken through before. And gotten to the NBA Finals, like the team did at least. Like last right. year, his big game was the Game Six against the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Semifinals. Game Seven didn't do anything to distinguish himself. Then didn't really have himself a game or have a day the rest of the way. Can he continue this? Let's go through his quickly right here. Thank you very much, producer Koopa Leonard. The Conference Semifinals, Tatum went. Let's see uh, the points per game, field goal average. So he shot well. Yeah, he shot his best in game seven. Let's see, he went, as we look through the statisticals here, keep going, scoot over, points per game. Uh, Yeah, there we go. Okay. He opened with 39, then he had seven. 27, 24, 36, 19. Fake 36. Yeah, the fake, sorry, excuse me, I should requalify. The fake 36. So he had 39 in a losing effort. Yeah, it does. Um. He finished. Look at that. Oh, who doesn't love? Thank you from our friends at Stat Muse. Who doesn't love a uh, he finishes with 28 points per game. He was a plus 33. So he was a full Larry Bird in the positive yesterday for his Celtics. So do you believe him in that he he talked about sort of his approach and his mentality and he was like overhyped and overamped. And now he found himself and getting back to sort of normalcy pregame, normal energy. Do you think yeah. he has learned that in this series? Because if if he's if he's right, if he's if he's being honest and not just sort of 
marrying his comments to performances like yeah now i know what it takes like now i know how to feel and like yeah you had a great game now now prove me you can replicate it prove that you can do yeah, it again. it only took him an entire season's worth of playoff games to figure out who but that's he is. fine if, if he's there he, i'll take hey, it what, eight, said 87 you, playoff games jeez he's young enough that if he's found it now you still have more than a decade plus of playoff games and playoff series and chasing of championships and banner shirts where you can update the fonts and the numbers like that. That's all in front of you. But do you believe him? Do you think he has found his his calm like the I am the storm, like the storm, like go back to the Brady thing, like when the mm-hmm. storm is around him in these NBA games, was he getting caught up in the wind? And that's why he was blowing in the first quarter. <laughs> See what I did there? He got caught up in the I'm, wind. That's why he was blowing I'm, early. Has, the has show, he the show's too short for you to take a lap because you won't be back in time for the finish. Has he become the storm? Does he now control the weather? Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll see. I, I, now, he's not going to go for 51 regularly oh, no, against no, Miami, no. who play you know, excellent defense games. as well. I want good. Yeah, like, so I can I. rely on him to show up. I, but I also, you, he can't afford to have only like 17 points or 23, you know, 22 points, but like a lackluster effort because maybe those 22 also include a barrage in the fourth quarter to propel them to victory, like as was the case in game six. I just don't think he fades away into the background. I don't think he wallflowers or just becomes a part of the overall game's tapestry as opposed to asserting himself and being a dominant force. Like this will be great because like you said, and what we'll do is as the week progresses, we will get ramped up, amped, Pumped. Game one is Wednesday night at eight thirty. Game two is Friday night at eight thirty. Game three, back in Miami, is Sunday night at eight thirty. So we know exactly what our schedule looks like for this week, and we can uh, be tried, true, and predictable about it. We'll start getting more amped up for it. We'll preview it as the week goes on. Um, I I think he now is ready to be a consistent contributor, and there's no one better for him to have to go head to head with. If he now has found it, if he knows how to manage his energy, if he knows how to level off and be a consistent contributor than Jimmy Butler, because the guy literally took out the the Milwaukee Bucks by himself and then was just steady and good enough all the way through the series against the Knicks. Like the Knicks gave the Bucks awesome team gone. Sorry, Eric. Uh, and the New York Knicks, a thorn in the side of the Celtics this year, gone. They could beat the Heat. But the Heat also know how to play the Celtics as well. And I think this series is going to be fascinating. Any final thoughts and takeaways from yesterday's game, the series, and Jason Tatum rising from the dead to lead the Celtics to victory? Uh, just the the Doc Rivers comment when he was asked if he'd ever seen anything like it before. And he said, unfortunately, yeah, here, LeBron James. Um, uh, and I, I don't think six he's wrong. in 2012? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's wrong. Like, that was a LeBron no. James-esque, you know, truly goat type performance by Jason Tatum. And I want to make sure we, we close with that sentiment. He showed up, Rich Keefe hates it, but he, him for at least that night, that mm-hmm. game seven, that mother's day. And he deserves all the adulation from everybody. All the people you uh, listed earlier, some more impressive than Barstool Greeny, like, you know, people you wouldn't expect. <laughs> Russell Wilson's a funny one to me, though. Like, yeah, I don't know why it shouldn't matter. But coming off such a terrible season for him, for oh, him, he have for to, like, like, who the bleep are you to anoint greatness? Like, yeah. maybe you worry about your own greatness. Maybe he you does have off. a ring. He does have a ring. It was over. It was a decade ago. He I know. Does. It's been a while. Um, but no, this is Jason Tatum's Monday morning because Jason Tatum showed up, showed out. 
He walked the walk, how it, whatever cliche you want to put on it. Now we'll find out, did he break out? Did he figure out exactly who he is, how he gets ready, and how he performs on the grandest stage? Or was this a one-off, and is there a poor shooting performance to come? But that's that's to be worried about later in the week. Yes, and if we're going to ride Doc Rivers' comments, just like we will Jason Tatum's massive performance and energy to a greater, higher level, that LeBron James performance did come in 2012, Game six at the Garden against the Celtics. Game seven was a tight one. Celtics obviously lost. Heat went on to win the championship that year. That was LeBron James' first championship, the second in Heat franchise history. But of note, the Miami Heat lost the previous year's finals to the Dallas Mavericks and then needed a performance like that from LeBron to propel them back to where they had previously been and ultimately to a championship. So maybe, just maybe, Jason Tatum can ride a similar parallel back to the finals and to the ship. And I'll tell you, if you saw any of the post-game celebratory videos outside the garden on the causeway and beyond, Andy, I'm going to tell you what, you know what else is going to get broken? Boston itself, literally, because Celtics fans are proven to be a different kind of animal. Like Philadelphia, like maybe minus eating the horse crap, holy smokes. Celtics fans are ready to just go bananas. So get ready, civil workers. Get ready, Boston Public Civics. Grease those poles. Uh, Start now. Uh, That's not code, by the way. That literally means just make it. Get the poles and put grease on them. (laughs) All right. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll check in on what is the hottest story of the day. Each and every morning, Fitzy and Harder here to give you what you need to know to set the table and get your day as a Boston sports super fan rolling, just like Jason Tatum in the Eastern Conference semifinals against the Sixers. Final score again, 112-88. We'll be back tomorrow. He's at Jumbo Hard. I'm at Fitzy GFY. Good job, as always, producer Cooper Leonard. Thanks for listening, folks. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share, and help us make Breaking Boston a part of your day each and every sports morning. See ya!